Welcome back to the Watch Along Them podcast, where we watch shows and you can watch them with us. My name is Cody Farrell. I am uh, going to host this special episode where we watch The Bad Batch episode one and two. So we're giving you guys something special today. I will be joined today by my friend Chris. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. You really assume the uh, the host position, and you're you're leaning in like Keith and everything. You you're like leaning into your microphone, into the camera. You're doing you're doing great so far. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. You know, I had to take a couple drinks before the uh, before the podcast, get a little loose. But I'm a, I'm excited to lead the lead the position. If Keith's listening to this, don't I'm not coming for your job, man. I'm just not again. I'm just. I'm not gonna. Don't tell him about the coop. Don't tell him about the coop. Not gonna hold another mutiny against him. Don't tell him any Star Wars related things. I just get too excited and have to take over. Mm -hmm. Like so, I think it was the Star Wars episode I did host last time. So, rightfully Um, so, dude. I love the Star Wars lore. Give me all of it. Yeah, that. Yeah, we're definitely me and Chris. I think are the most qualified here to uh, to talk about Star Wars. We're absolutely annoying. When it comes qualified. to talking about it, I, I like to think of it. I like to think of it as qualified. That's that's good. That, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, it's something you could put on your resume. I mean, <laughs> if someone's like, "Hey, we need someone experienced in Star Wars lore," you know, you could be like, "That's me." Now you're talking it up too much because, like, I feel like I'm gonna fail in a couple things, and, <laughs> and so I'm not yeah, even I'm gonna I'm not say really reference. I'm just gonna like pull some obscure references and just mm-hmm. expect you to know it. As long as you say it as a fact, you're good. But uh, today we'll be talking about episode one and two of Bad Batch. So uh, hopefully, you know, we're not going to we're going to go into some spoilers. But, you know, this show is uh, a new show on Disney Plus and it's a show you, you know, you can get into if this could probably intro you into the show and see if you like it or not. Maybe uh, maybe you'd you'd listen to us talk about it and be like, wow, this show's for me. Um, but let's get started into the first episode um, just a little background on Bad Batch. It is a new animated series on Disney Plus, um, occurring directly after the Clone Wars by uh, Dave Filoni. Um, I know Chris, our you're, Lord you and are, Savior, Mister Filoni. Yeah, I was about to say you're you're a big fan of the Clone Wars and what Dave Filoni did for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Filoni freaks, if you will. Yeah, Filoni has got a soft spot in both of our hearts, I think. Filoni fanboys. Filoni baloney. I would eat it. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's a, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too far. Too far. <laughs> but he did create the Clone Wars. I just want to preface this by saying uh, Chris is definitely a bigger Clone Wars fan than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, I just got into it. I'm kind of, I was like the anti animated star Wars for a while. I hate to admit it, but I was, I just wasn't into it and shame, dude. you know, Ader kept talking me, talking me into it. And I just recently, I watched rebels and I just started clone wars mm-hmm. and i keep falling asleep and haven't finished it yet. So it sucks that this came out before I could finish it. It's a rough so, start at like the first two or three you know, or even four. I don't. I don't know. The first few seasons of uh, Clone Wars, the animation is rough, man. It's like it's a Disney show, like it's a Disney kids show, and the animation's not not super great. But I, I think you just got to be a huge Star Wars nerd because it just it feeds you lore, man. It gives you everything you want. 
Yeah, I, I think I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, but I think it was just it throws you in the middle of like grievous like a, mm-hmm. event that already happened in the movies. So I kind of like wrote it off like uh, they're just replaying like the movies. But I, I've learned that it's not just that. And yeah, I think they they did have a rough start, and it kind of drove me away. So I'm trying to grind through the first couple seasons and get into I, more of the lore that I want. I think I prefer this timeline this like time frame more than I do the clone wars. Like the clone wars is cool. It's cool to see that whole thing and you get the filler in between two movies. And that's, I mean, I guess that's what this one does too, with being in between uh, revenge of the Sith and a new hope, I guess it would be probably another one. Technically too. Uh, I guess rogue one, technically it would be in between that. Um, but I, I like the like time frame of that better than I like Clone Wars. Like I feel like this is an interesting time where the Empire is rising and and you're seeing kind of these brutal like stormtroopers come about, turn from clones to stormtroopers, and them just like flip a switch and just be complete dickheads. Yeah, I feel like this is like Filoni is great at filling in the spacers that the movies either didn't do well. So I think like clone wars is like a perfect example, like the movie that's considered the weakest movie of the three, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I think he was like, I'm going to fix this kind of like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to fix this. And he fixed it. And then like order 66 happens. And then we go straight into like Anakin becoming Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. Like we don't get the, what happens to a lot of people. We get like a flashback of the Jedi's being like shot down, but there's it's too fast for me like for the nerds and star wars always been a series that kind of just covers the big events as it is they don't get too deep in the weeds so i think this like series is another example of something that we need to we needed to get we need to get more information on and i know chris and i were talking about before this off off uh off pod mic we're talking about how we don't particularly love that we're going back into the skywalker saga like after they finished episode nine but i'm gonna say even with that fact i don't think i think there could have been better options for filoni to do but i do appreciate that he's filling in some more stuff that we need to when you say better options you mean you mean away from the skywalker stuff yeah like either farther back or farther forward that's what i was that's what if we're dropped back into this if we're dropped back into the whole entire Skywalker timeline, I think this is like this is where I would want to be. I'm 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 happy with where it's at. I'm not happy that it's not something completely different, uh, but I'm happy with where it's at because I I don't know where the Ahsoka show is going to be um, based out of like what what time frame that's going to cover. But I imagine probably something pretty similar to this, which could be really cool. Yeah, I think I think so too, and. Uh... Ahsoka was obviously not in any of the movies, so I can appreciate like her character being filled in and becoming like live screen canon, you could say. I'm pretty sure she knows these boys too. She's met the she's met the five of them. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. That could this could be a setup before her show. Mm-hmm. They always but, they uh, always come keep... in hot too. They always come in hot, just like they did in this one, just out of the fucking woods, guns blazing. All right, let's get into the actual show. Um, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds of the the actual show, and but I want to kind of introduce the show to you guys and give us our thoughts. Um, 
So let's go to episode one. Episode one was 75 minutes long, which I loved that they didn't just drop a 30-minute episode on us and say, yeah. here you go, get ready for the next one. I yeah. love that they gave us the, the extended episode. It felt like a watch an actual movie and gave us a chance to actually get to know the characters. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, we're kind of, uh, we're introduced on the snowy planet of Kalur. I had to look that up because I had no idea what planet it was. And we're, he, they begin the show with a Jedi master called Depa Balapa who is played by Archie Panjabai. If you are a super nerd, see, that's too deep for, I think, both of us. That's too deep for me, man. Yeah. And her Padawan, who are, like, awaiting reinforcements. Um, So they're under siege, and then you get the intro, the badass intro of the the five. Um, And they just come in guns blazing. Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, Crosshair, and Echo who were introduced, I think, on The Clone Wars, right? Yes. Am I mistaken? Yeah, they are. So I have never watched the Clone Wars to that por- portion. So I was like, these guys are badass. I probably had more like fan fanboying because I'd never seen them before. But they have like different color stormtrooper outfits than everyone else, and they're looking, you know, they're looking pretty badass. They remind me of like Punisher style. Like they're just they're, bad batch, they're not listening dude. to order. Bad batch of clones. They're not listening to orders. They're just blowing people up. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the like. I love when there's like a fellowship, right? That's how I'll call it. You, you got the different classes. You got Hunter, Wrecker. They all have their own little like roles that they fill. And I fucking, I mean, being someone that loves D&D and shit like that, I love when that happens. And that's exactly what this is, is the perfect party. I was feeling like a video game vibe. Like I would play this game like as a co-op and pick like a character. Like yeah. Hunter's like the leader Rambo style guy. Wreckers, the like overpowered brute, has no like brains. Tech is like the hacky whiz person. Mm-hmm. Crosshair's the sniper, and Echo's like the. I, he's kind of filling a weird void, but he's kind of like the the story on the. He's already got a backstory from Clone Wars, but he's kind of the the backstory guy. And that's I just I feel ta- like you're picking a video game back, character. The backstory guy. That's that's what I was talking to you about. Is like I don't really remember. I was kind of looking before this, and he does have some sort of arc or something in uh, in Clone Wars. I'll have to go back and, and watch that one again because I don't remember it. I, I do want to go back and watch their little arc they have in, in Clone Wars too because I I know I liked it a lot. I'm pretty sure it's later on in the season in the uh, series too. I think it's I think it's close to the last uh, season of season seven. Yeah, he is, he's the kind of, I feel like he's the odd man out, really. He doesn't have a specialty, but he's, like, overall. He's like a zombie, isn't he? Of... Like, that's how they explain him, is he was fucking dead, and now he's a cyborg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's the zombie of the party. Of course, we all know that you have to have that. Yeah, he is a zombie. And I feel like uh, he he is kind of, like, the calm, everyone else is, like, balls to the walls, mm-hmm. army dudes, and he's, like had a second chance and now he's like the calm guy that keeps everyone pretty silent that's our homework before next uh next episode drops is uh <laughs> to figure out something better to call echo than backstory guy <laughs> yeah i'm sure he, i'm hoping he has more of a story for me but of mm-hmm. course he might be the one that has already had his had his backstory who mm-hmm. so out of when you see these four guy or five guys who do you, who you got going forward like have you picked a guy yet just from the who's my from the guy? top who's well so in like in clone wars i remember i really liked crosshair but i mean can't really can't really like yeah. him now he's he's the bad guy i i like 
I like Hunter a lot too, which I mm-hmm. don't really like what I'm seeing that they're going to do with him in this series. It kind of uh, feels it's a going little... soft. Yeah, it, it feels a little mimicky of another recent Star Wars uh, series that's out that mm. is very beloved and has a, you know, dad uh, character. And that seems like what they're going to do with him. And I'm just, that's, that's kind of turning me away, to be honest. So I would say Hunter. I, I guess with this so far, I'll have to go with Wrecker just because he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Wrecker is the comedic relief. He reminds me of like De Batista's <laughs> Drax. <laughs> if He's not like already, buddy. if not already, if the clones weren't already casted, <laughs> because they're all already casted, yeah. <laughs> he recast be, Dave Batista. Yeah, all the clones are Dave Batista, just so you can have Wrecker as Dave Batista. Yeah, so we get introduced these five badass guys, and I feel like you can already pick your favorite from there, mm-hmm. and then. The two Jedi basically call in and their reinforcements. Um, and then Order 66 hits, and you just see the, you know, regular stormtroopers just turn on the Jedi. And the the, the head Jedi, Depa, um, she's kind of overrun and tells Caleb kind of to go, go without me. And so he, he runs away, and the five, the Bad Batch kind of follow him, like, hey, we need to help him. And they're not really getting the orders like they are genetically different than the other. Mm-hmm. Besides, like we alluded to Crosshair, who is kind of like, why are we not killing them? Like, you just heard that they're like, the Jedi are betraying us. Like, we need to, you know, we need to take them out. But the loyal orders. soldier he is, he doesn't directly disobey Hunter yet. So he kind of like goes along with it. Um, and they kind of go in the forest with um, Caleb. So uh, I was teasing this with with Chris before the show. Caleb, which I think they want you to know this, but they don't really spell it out. Caleb Doom is actually the child version of Canon from Rebels. That is Canon before he becomes Canon. Can- oh, Kane. I think it's Canon. 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 I think it's Canon. Oh, Doom. Yes, Doom. That's that's huge in, in Rebels. That his name is yeah. Caleb Doom. Holy shit. You told me so I, I guess it's in you like You told me you weren't gonna spoil it. It was just gonna be a reminder, and that is a huge like I didn't fucking piece that together. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess it's in a book or something. Like it's in lore, like he becomes Kanan. Hmm. Um so when I read that, because I also didn't recognize it when I watched the show, I was like, Oh, that's so sweet, like that they're and I really like me and him, me and Ada were talking about like which characters do we want to see. I didn't know backstories go forward. I didn't know his last name. Does it say his name is Doom in Bad Batch? Because I would have. I believe it. Because there's a whole thing in 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 Rebels where the Lothal. I don't think they're the Lothal wolves. I, I don't know. They're like the big dire wolves thing things. Like that's what Kanan, you know embodies i don't want to spoil that whole thing but like uh he he says doom and he says caleb doom and he says oh yeah that's 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 my actual name man that blows my mind the article that i read basically says it is common knowledge that it is his name is caleb in lore so it's not really a spoiler it's more of a callback than it is yeah so there's already like a, a a reference like right out the gate that's awesome so yeah so caleb being canon like we end up losing him like pretty early in the episode and i'm 
my thing is I want that's who I want the backstory. Like if I had to pick one person whose backstory I want to be shown in the show, it's it's Kanan. Like I they're want, like I want his man. They're really they're piecing they're piecing all of these together, man. They're creating the they're creating the cinematic universe that's way deeper than Marvel by getting all these shows intertwined and mm-hmm. bringing in all these different people. Which then we get Tarkin, uh, just bringing in all the references. I didn't know that that was Caleb. Like you get two already existing characters right off the bat. Yeah, because I mean, Kanan is. Uh... How he's pretty old in the Rebels series. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of timeline of like where we could see him in Bad Batch. I mean, he's going to be in this universe like around for a while. Yeah, they're forcing they're forcing our hand to go back and watch the other shows too. Because now I want to watch the Bad Batch arc of uh, Clone Wars again, and now I'm going to want to watch Rebels again. I'm just going to want to watch everything all over again. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to get back in there. Um, next call out we get. We get to see, um, which I think he's in Clone Wars. Uh, we get to see Tarkin, like when they get back to Camino, the most um, after their their trip. Uh, they go back and Tarkin's there, I'm, and I was like, I haven't seen him much because of Clone Wars, but I was like, hell yeah, let's. Dude. I mean, he could be in every I think episode he's more and in, not be happy. He's he's more in Rebels, but Tarkin is one of my favorite characters. He is like, you have Vader and Palpatine, who are the Sith. And Tarkin is like that is the Empire. That is that is what I envision is is Governor Tarkin, and I love everything he's in. He's in uh, he's in a couple of like the books that I've read uh, since the beginning of the year, and he's he's always a great feature. Yeah, ta- I think if you think about it in the work, like if you're an office employee or even a like any type of employee, there's people like there's the leader that takes all the credit. That's Palpatine. Then there's just the guy that's hard to work with, but he's good. Mm-hmm. That's Vader. And then there's this guy that gets shit done. Like, he doesn't take... He just gets shit done. He's the manager that puts in the work, and then he he just brings... He's he's a dick, but he brings all the work out of people. And that's Tarkin. Like he's he also gets, he's also the one to be like, "Hey, yo, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you to clock out real quick." <laughs> yeah, he's he's not a good person. Let's just say that I'm not I'm not saying Tarkin's like getting stuff done with the empire he's a good guy to work with Mm -hmm. like he's going to take credit for the stuff you do but he's also put in enough work that he deserves the credit too (laughs) i feel like you're just a general engineer working on the death star you know you're you're puckered when when darth vader's around (laughs) and you're puckered when tarkin's around just the same i mean tarkin was the only one i think that stood up to darth vader where darth vader was kind of like all right you're right kind of thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like he could be like say some sarcastic remark to vader like he didn't really believe in like the Jedi, the force and stuff. He's like, I don't really care about that. I yeah. just care about getting this Death Star done. And yeah, he was all in about any book I've read. He's always like doing back alley deals, like behind the scenes. He was just like, he was a dirty guy. He yeah, got dude. stuff done, but he's, he's dirty. I like that. He's, he's really interesting in uh, cataclyst, which is the rogue one book. Uh, which is an amazing book. I, I, I would definitely suggest reading it, but it's more about, and I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, of course, which sucks because Rogue One, I claim, is my favorite movie, my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, the general in that, you know, he's, he's in the Rogue One book a lot, the one that wears all white. And then Tarkin is like a, a, a B character that is like taking a lot of his credit. And it's really interesting. You, you do get the shady side of him in, in that book, and I, I really love it. Well, you read Thrawn also. He's in Thrawn. Yeah, he's in Thrawn. Well. Yep. 
Yeah. And he kind of gave Thrawn his chance to be who he was. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in this Rebel series, I'm sure him and Thrawn interact also, but um, he he's the one that kind of recognizes talent, even if they're kind of different. Like, he, he doesn't discriminate. He's just trying to get... And we kind of see that in the show because he tests the when he tests the the clones in the show, he's like he meets with the I forget the name of the species that made the clones the Kaminoans. You, I don't know the Kaminoans. <laughs> yeah, the locals of Kamino. basically that's that's the first time we see them. I don't know. I haven't watched Clone Wars. Obviously, that's the first time we've seen them since Clone Wars. That in I the can show. think of, yeah. The thing that I really love is you're seeing him be like, "Do we need clones still, or can oh, we yeah. start to recruit and get other, uh, you know, soldiers, other stormtroopers?" Which is is super fucking interesting because they they did they went from clones at one point to you know when we meet Finn, it's it's all like general. I think they're you know and, indentured servants. Like I think they I think they're forced to yeah, be stormtroopers, slaves, almost. basically. Yeah. So like it's really interesting to see that that's what he's doing at this point in time is he's he's assessing contracts and seeing you know do we still need clones or no? Which I think is his biggest mess up of his like this is like the first time I've seen Tarkin like mess up big time. Mm-hmm. Because I wrote a big note down when I was watching it. I said, all right, so we go to these clones who are literally Boba Fett clones. Like, skilled, like, assassin, genetics. Programmed. They literally programmed to follow orders. Perfect. And then he goes, they're too expensive. Like, the Empire's got to save money. So we're, we'll just recruit people. He knows that that's when I said, is brewing, dude. He knows what's coming. He's like, we can, we can cancel this contract. We're not going to have to pay for such a crazy, you know, loyal army because we will just scare the shit out of everyone by being able to blow up entire planets at a time. But this is where Filoni fixes the biggest, probably the biggest gap in Star Wars history for common fans. Like the biggest, like... Why can stormtroopers like in the first original series never hit anything? <laughs> they miss every target. It's because they went from genetic clones <laughs> to fucking trained regular people. Yeah. yeah, you went you went from clones to just uh plebs that are forced to do it. So they they probably don't I think we see that with Finn is they probably don't want to hit their target most of the time, so that's why. Yeah, they're just like I'm sure it's like you're it's like Come sign. It's like the U.S. Army. Come <laughs> sign up for the army. We'll take anyone. U.S. Army. And then is they start like empire. Like, confirmed. oh, that sounds great. I'm gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything going in my life. Let's join the. Planet. I get to Let's travel the, the universe. I'm gonna see the entire universe. <laughs> my family's never been off the planet. Yeah, they're like, all right. Here's the signing bonus. You get free food. This nice, cool white uniform. Look at it. It's pretty. <laughs> No. and then you have and then they're like all right assassinate these innocent people and then we're like oh shit <laughs> just go ahead and flip that switch what it's going to do is turn on this huge green laser beam stay the fuck away from it because it's going to blow up a planet <laughs> uh anyone from the army that's listening to this i'm very sorry for uh, comparing you to stormtroopers yeah you... we're not quite there yet space force <laughs> space force yeah <laughs> wait a minute wait wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute are is space force just the future of the empire yeah dude they're gonna i think they're more star trek the the uniforms are more star trek than they are star wars oh, that's true yeah we still got we're it. not there yet but i mean like the some of the imperial uniforms are like pretty like just like grave mm-hmm. like you know we're getting there we'll get there 
I'm pretty sure they're based off Nazi but, uh, uniforms, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> I hope we don't get there. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars came out first, so maybe Star Wars is the influence for Space Force. You never know. Uh, another character, so after Tarkin, we get introduced to Omega, which is this little girl who's falling around the unnamed alien species we can't remember the name of, because mm-hmm. like we said in the beginning, we're Star Wars fans, but we lack some knowledge. Uh but so Omega gets introduced this Australian voice acted little girl who's f- kind of getting trained. She's a, a clone, I guess, from what they've kind of alluded to that. I don't know what her purpose is yet. Maybe they haven't really revealed it. They don't know her. She's helping them. Yet. Yeah, that's that's kind of the whole thing. It's interesting because in the I'm going to call them Kaminoans because it's fun and I like to say it. <laughs> the the long necks. <laughs> <laughs> Little foot. <laughs> the long necks, they lied to Tarkin. They said that he they only have five defected clones. Mm-hmm. And she is defected too. So I and, and they're not really saying much about her. They want to keep her close by. I'm curious. I think Omega's overpowered. Yeah, I think I mean how old what did they say she was? Like twelve, maybe ten? 12? Yeah, yeah. Which they age they age super fast though. Because they're I mean, she is super, super smart. I think that might be her power. Or maybe, here's my theory. This is going to be a big drop on you. Mm-hmm. I just came up with it. Didn't even think about it before the show. <laughs> <laughs> is she? Could she be a force user eventually? Man, that'd be wild, wouldn't it? I mean, I don't want it. I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying... The way they're like keeping her so secret and so important to the story, because you know this little girl is like trying to follow around this group of badass, you know, war characters, and you know, you, in the in the next sequence of events, they try to like get her, drop her off at the next planet, mm-hmm. like with the next available people that have children, are like, please take her. We're like, we're wanted by the Empire. Yep. We're trying to like get away. My other and boys are they... at a helipad fighting right now. <laughs> Can you please take her with you? <laughs> yeah like she's not safe like she's something special about her but it's definitely not fighting because mm-hmm. she has not done shit in the fights mm-hmm. like she's just kind of like liability for sure but what do you think about that theory that she's a force user i think it's i think it's fresh out your mind <laughs> I, I don't just know came to me, like, i don't just know i don't think so it'd be interesting i don't think so that's kind of what i was hoping i think i got a little ahead of myself when I saw Tarkin roll up to the cloning factory, I was like, oh, bro, Palpatine's trying to get clones. That's what he's trying to do right now so he can make himself into Snoke. He, I was, like, going way for it. I was going to, like, Mandalorian shit. Like, they're going to put him in tubes and clone him and shit. So I was a little ahead of myself. That's interesting, though. Maybe maybe she is Force-sensitive, but I don't know. I don't know what her thing is. I'm sure it'll be cheesy. Maybe she has the power of love. Yeah, she's got the Australian accent. So I was, at first, I was trying to think like, what future? She's also like, a female character. I, I mean, she's a female, which is like that. The clones yeah. are all males, so I that is true too. Yeah. Like, she's a clone that's a female. That's messed up too. Like, yeah, th- maybe that's, maybe one maybe of the clones had the... sex. Maybe with someone. Maybe like famous. Mm. Mm. I would assume they're like. Um, the soldiers from game of thrones though they probably you know they got their dicks <laughs> cut off they probably did not they left that part of the dna out yeah <laughs> yeah game of thrones uh r.i.p to their penises but yeah you know i've never seen i don't, I don't know the the flat i guess we've like never Ken. seen clone baby we've yeah, never we've seen, seen a clone as, baby we've seen him as kids with uh boba so 
That's an interesting theory. I think I want to change my force theory out and change it to it's a baby of something. It's probably a more solid bet than force sensitive. It's going to be funny, though. We get to like the last episode and she's just has a lightsaber and is going nuts. Yeah, I'll be pissed because I changed my eye. I'm going to be honest. I'm not I'm not crazy about that. I kind of I hinted at it. It's like, you know, Mandalorian is super fun. He's the dad figure to little baby Grogu. And it's great. And it's heartwarming. And we love it. And they're like, okay, we're going to do an animated series. And let's plop in this little kid. And let's plop in an unexpected father figure. Here we go. Send it. I just don't, you know, I hope that's not what, I hope that's not what the, you know, greater scope is. Yeah, Hunter uh, is a little, it feels a little forced when they make him be the dad figure. Right. And like, it was so like, it was cringy in the episode two when they were, you know, making him like stare at her while she's playing with Mm -hmm. the other kids and I was just like, and fives you know, is like giving him dad tips and stuff, which I love that we see fives again. That's awesome. And that he says oh, yeah. that Rex was just through there, which is also awesome. But I, I mean, I like that. You love that for fives. You don't like it for Hunter. I did make it far enough in the series to meet the fives. So I was, a, I was a fan, mm-hmm. which they did a good job though. Like they're never like forcing you to have to watch anything else to watch a show. Like I think it would be understandable for everyone. They just make like, me want to. They make me want to watch. Yeah, you just know they were, they were clones. Which, here's a little thing that popped in my mind. Like, because they're clones, they all obviously look just like each other, mm-hmm. but they're all wearing, like, different styles of facial hair to cover up. What about when you saw Hunter, like, walking down the street, and he has his face tattoo. paint and his bandana, and he's trying to blend in? Dude, it's that's like, a tattoo. That is a tattoo. I'm, I'm fairly certain that's a tattoo. <laughs> So you're just, yeah. But you, I was just like, there's no way he's not getting caught. You don't I mean, recognize like the fucking... wanted man because he's wearing a straw hat, even though he still has his skeleton half of his face tattooed as a skeleton. Yeah. And then the family's all wearing like samurai, like a uh, like farming hats, mm-hmm. and they're just keeping their heads down. Like it's so obvious they're guilty of something. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, hey, show me your face. Like, <laughs> wait, like, you I know so you. <laughs> yeah well the one the one guy did say like you look just like and then he got cut off yeah before because they were fighting by the you look uh, the just takeoff. like me <laughs> god stormtroopers are so they, they're so dumb yeah. even the clones <laughs> how dare you dude clones are great you know i was named after a stormtrooper what do you know any stormtroopers named Cody? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that your uh, your parents looked into the future and knew that there would be some fucking C plot character, General Cody, that <laughs> that finds Obi Wan his lizard mount. That's all he does. Uh, they're in the Clone Wars. He's in the Clone Wars too. Yeah, he? he tried to kill. He tried to kill Obi Wan. So fuck, fuck Cody. Wow, that's offensive. Yeah, you tried to kill Obi Wan. That's my that's my guy. Yeah, well, I was I was named after Commander Cody. If anyone if anyone asks, <laughs> what's your birthday? Phil? That's why uh, my Xbox name is Darth Cody. Mm-hmm. I should be changing it to Commander Cody. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm gonna go pay fifteen dollars right now and change it. <laughs> that sounds worth it. I I love I love uh, going back to the topic at hand. Not your gamer tag. I I like 
I like I said, one of my favorite parts, and I'm excited to just see the transition of of the empire. And I, I see here we have noted like the whole entire thing with like making ships be identified and then giving everyone a social security number, and you know changing the currency and shit like that. Like that that's that's awesome, and that's what I want to see. I want to see the empire rise and and people be like, okay, maybe this isn't a great thing. Yeah, because I think in the movies they do a great job explaining Empire bad, very bad, like mm-hmm. very simple, mm-hmm. Empire bad. But they don't explain how they like put the people down. Like in the books I've read and like other shows, like I think they do a good job Rebels. Like they explain the Empire, like oh, they made everyone believe that the Jedi the Jedi was bad and they tried to take over. So they it wasn't like the Empire just suppressed people and like immediately just like took over like i don't think that could have happened like people would have resisted if they thought for sure they were just bad the empire's bad but they slowly start with like let's give everyone a number instead of a name mm-hmm. let's make sure no one can fly like un- unaccounted for and they just slowly start taking over it and the show does a great job of showing like it wasn't just clones take over now empires in charge like it shows like the slow well i think it's takeover. i think it is sl- i just dis- i disagree because i think it is slow with the long con of palpatine like that's the slow yeah. part and then the switch flips with the quote-unquote end of the war which i guess it is the end of the the clone war and then you know they're like oh no it's cool we won we're all united under the empire now but everyone's starting to see like okay this isn't this isn't going to be great we're going to have to we're getting these social security numbers we're getting our ships are being taken and tagged like this this is not going to be good and and the books that i've read too they they do a really good job of showing like how different planets suffered under the empire and like how the empire truly is this terrible entity and not just like bad guy in black cape that that kills people yeah i guess i mean slow by like you know they become very quickly they become the empire we're taking over but i think people still have trust in the empire for a while Mm -hmm. until they do a couple different things to piss them off first they took our ships then they gave us numbers yeah you can tell like people are starting to get mad about the travel and the numbers immediately. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, whoa, this is, we used to be able to go wherever we want. You know what I mean? Fly wherever we want. Now that you're making us dude, imagine, imagine someone just saying, yeah, all your money. That's actually not real anymore. We're completely oh, big changing thing. that. Like, <laughs> which I love. That's the bet. That's why Marvel and Filoni, like the details is what matters. And I think star Wars lacks that sometimes like the, the small details, the connection, like the fact the that universe. they added that little thing. Like now you have to trade in your money and you probably get a very disproportionate trade in for your money for credits, mm-hmm. Imperial credits now. Yeah. They just disenfranchise literally everything because they want to. And now that's how they control everything. And I'm sure it's not an equal ratio. They're probably like, all right, you trade in five of your, you know, regular credits and you get, two imperial credits but don't worry there you can buy so much more with them <laughs> i'm i'm willing to deal with this whole entire like dad story uh sounds terrible me being a dad and saying that but it's just like give me i, I want mando to be that i'm but i'm good with dealing with that in this series if it's like rise of the empire like give me that and i'm and i'm fine i'll watch the you know the I understand it's a children's show. I'll watch that like plot point as long as there's enough to, to keep me going as a near 30 year old nerd that loves this. 
content. <laughs> Don't say that. I just had my 28th birthday, <laughs> and I'm scared. I'm in a fragile state of mind right now. 28th birthday, and here we are talking about the new cartoon released on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> we used to make fun of people like us. You know? I didn't. I look, I've always and looked up to me. Now we're recording ourselves saying stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, dude. What a world. What I was in touch. I was in touch. I knew this would happen when I was sitting on my inflatable Jar Jar Binks chair back in 2001. <laughs> I was. T- I think we talked about this earlier. We we sent a Discord during work, and like while we work, we talk while we're working from home. And not me. Can't be I me. was say. <laughs> I was saying that you know when I was in high school, it was very like pushy that. You wear, like, the name brand clothes. You don't wear graphic tees that, like, have nerdy stuff on them. And the old, I did, like, a flip of the normal. Usually you get older, you don't care what you wear. Now I wear, like, Mandalorian shirts and Star Wars shirts and, like, proudly out in public. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I the Star Wars series just keeps growing, and I'm I'm happy Disney bought it. You know, I was, I was a little scared at first, but I was, shows uh, like this make me happy. I was changing, I was like getting all my, you know, spring clothes out and everything. And as I was going through my clothes, I was like, man, I, most of my shirts are Mandalorian. <laughs> Not even Star Wars, just Mandalorian. I was like, I, I, I really love this show. <laughs> I had to put a full stop on any Baby Yoda slash Mandalorian purchases at my house. Mm-hmm. I was like, we have too much shit. Like we have Baby Yoda stuffed animals. We got a cup set. We got. A, I mean, you know. bad bad radio. But as you look at my camera right now, you can see a Chewbacca. I don't know what this big pillow thing is called, like a plushie or something like that. Uh, something from Costco that's super popular. And if you look up here, there's just probably six to eight pop figures on the top shelf. That's my top shelf shit uh, of Star Wars. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't. I just need to divert. I don't care to have all Star Wars stuff. I have a whole, literally, room dedicated to Star Wars memorabilia. Mm-hmm. But what's the problem is I was not diversifying enough. Yeah, like you're my just wife all Baby is like Yoda and, uh, and Mando. My wife, my wife, my wife. My wife's big into. She like I've got her into Star Wars. She never watched Star Wars before I met her, but she became a big, obviously, Baby Yoda fan, and mm-hmm. so she wants all the Baby Yoda stuff specifically. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like. We gotta diversify. We can't just be spending all our money on this. We gotta save a budget for the other stuff. We gotta diversify our portfolio, babe. We can't just have all Grogu. If we put everything yeah, in the like Doge. Every... <laughs> yeah, we gotta buy the Doge. <laughs> We're yeah. buying high right now yeah. on the Baby Yoda. We gotta wait till everyone gets sick of them and goes starts selling. I I hope this uh I hope this show kind of gives at least fills the gap between between now and getting more baby Yoda. I hope I hope I end up liking it as much. I don't think I will because even Clone Wars. I see Clone Wars and Rebel as like lore farm. It's like picking up the books in Skyrim and actually reading them. Like it's uh it's just a little filler which I I like. Yeah, I kind of wanted to wrap up by by finishing on that note like what is your overall like we're we're pretty high on star wars like anything star wars lore me and you are gonna like like we're gonna watch we're gonna consume Mm -hmm. but putting yourself in the shoes of a casual fan what do you think about this show like would you recommend it someone that's not really into star wars it's a it's a so the animation is a lot better which i know you talked about how you didn't really dig clone wars at first and now this one's considered good animation um so I, i like that i feel like it's easier to watch now but I feel like as an 
adult probably not gonna go out and watch it yourself if you have kids though if you have kids and you like star wars this is something that would be great to you know turn on on movie night and just kind of hang out it's it's it feels a weird like vibe of like it's a kid's show but there's also lasers and shit so just keep that in mind it is star wars and there's guns and things like that but i think it's a good show to watch with the kids i, I hope i hope it's as you know lore filled for the nerds which i think feloni will make sure happens uh, i know we kind of you, you said uh you were talking about characters that you want to see there's two characters there's one i think we'll see for sure and there's one that i would actually love for them to bring in every show and uh the first one's ahsoka i think we'll definitely see ahsoka i mean with a new live live action series coming and her being one of the best characters and arguably my favorite character i think she'll definitely show up and uh the, <laughs> the second one you might not know this maybe you've watched rebels hondo dude the pirate i i would love to see him in oh, this i do know him i mean it's it's animated so i feel like he'll definitely show up he'll, i think he'll He's definitely such a dick. he'll definitely be in this but i would even love him to show up in like the ahsoka show or mandalorian or something because he is he is such a great comedic relief i'd kill for like uh, uh what's his name bill burr is that is that the guy that uh, plays the character mm-hmm. of Mandalorian? I'd kill for an episode with him and Hondo in the same episode. That would be hilarious. Well, we kind of skipped over, but like Saw Gerrera got recast oh, like, that's, in the animated series. That's another thing. I do love Saw is one of my favorite characters too because, and that kind of peaked with Rogue One because he's you know kind of a main character for, through the first half of that movie um and then i his episodes are really good in clone wars and he's kind of he fills that like the role that i really like about the rebels in rogue one and that like he will do what needs to be done for the people and you know it shows like a brutal side of the rebels uh and i I really like that i'm glad he's in this i hope he i hope he keeps popping up and and uh recruits the bad batch to the rebels also in Fallen Order, the video game, he shows up in there too. I haven't got that far, but uh, now that's even more, more more pressure for me to to get there. He's a great character, dude. Yeah, I think my sentiments are very similar to you on the overall show. I was really hyped after the first episode because it felt more adulty and like it felt like the show was going that way. But then the second episode kind of dulled down, and I'm like, ah, I don't. I think this is one of those shows that isn't really going to like put anything new into the universe that's going to more explain old stuff and callbacks and all that but definitely a family friendly i would say like your kids will get the themes the overall themes they'll 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 miss some of the old references obviously that's more for the parents but i think it's more like a clone war show than anything like i was telling you i think it's the like they they were done with the clone wars and they're like let's make more clone wars but name it something else give the people what what they want which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just, we'll see. I think it's to be determined what the show's going to be like. Um, I'm sure me and you will probably jump back on here, maybe with Keith when he catches up, and uh, get back into some more episodes of this and kind of give us a better idea of how good it's going to be. The trailer has a laser whip. I'm I'm in I'm in this shit until I get the laser whip because there's actually in the lore of Star Wars there is like a lightsaber whip too, which I don't think that's what this is because it, it was wrapped around him. But I'm I'm at least in this shit until I get the laser whip. Give me laser whip or give me death. I say laser whips. More. I think we're gonna. I hope I see more uh, 
what well, I know I said uh, Kanan was one that I want to see, but I hope I see a, a couple more Jedi pop up like Ahsoka Meh. and like the Jedi that are in Hayden. Meh. I want to see like I lo- I love the like the Fallen Order video game for example. Like I mentioned, I love the see what people how they got away from Order sixty six and like what they're doing I after think- Order sixty. I think that's what you're going to get with the Ahsoka series. I think that's going to be her whole thing. Cause I mean, it is her whole thing. So that that'll be, that's probably its own episode. Cause I, I do think that's what we'll get out of Ahsoka and I'm excited for that. Yep. So, uh, I think, uh, do you have any more closing comments on the show? No, no, it was fun. I'm glad the, this bonus episode ran a little long, probably because you had two Star Wars nerds in here talking about it. We we yeah. maybe needed a a third voice to calm us down a little bit, but I look yeah, forward to. We apologize. <laughs> I look forward to catching the the third episode, and and I don't know. Do you know how many are going to be in the series? I thought it was on. I I honestly don't know. I yeah, was guessing eight. Yeah, I thought for some reason I saw eight. But that's always the guess. guess. Who knows. Uh, I mean, I'm excited about the the first season. At least uh, we'll see we'll see how it ends up going. Yeah, me too. I hope I hope we get multiple seasons of this, and uh, it gives us some time before the next trilogy happens. Hopefully, to uh, to eat some more Star Wars stuff up before Ahsoka and all the other series come out by Ryan Johnson, and of course Mando season three. Gotta wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you would, even though this is a bonus episode, we're going to ask you to go ahead and go on uh, Twitter and follow us at, at watch tweet us your thoughts. Um, also we got the Facebook going again. It's Don't back. add us on the Facebook. It's on the hoot suite. So it's not getting <laughs> neglected. <laughs> If you don't know who Sweet is, it's it's something that saved Facebook's life. <laughs> for for us. <laughs> Our Facebook's life. For us, yes. <laughs> well, none of us are really big Facebook guys, so it was it was a rough challenge. I mean, I took it on just because I had a Facebook, mm-hmm. but it, I don't really get on it very often, so mm-hmm. it was rough. But we're on there. Um, what else you got, Chris? That's it, man. I think that's that's probably enough plugs for the bonus episodes. I would definitely go follow us on one of those because that's that's where you're going to see stuff like this. That's where you're going to see the bonus episodes drop because we're doing the regular episodes biweekly. These are just going to, you know, they're going to be hot drops in the middle, middle end, wherever in the week. Great. Um, thank you for listening and uh, make sure you follow us on our main channel and listen to the regular podcast. Like I said, we'll we'll be dropping more content, more memes for you guys too. So thank you for listening to this week. Bye.